I, I, I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on campus radio station 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> After further review, we've got David the Man of God Harris here. We just got done with the long winners and losers as he's blowing the dust off his mic as he hasn't been on the show for over three weeks. And now we talk about one of our very own, Kareem the Dream Hunt. I remember the back in the days where he was running guys over, getting 90-yard uh, rushing uh rushing TDs, the one especially against Bowling Green in the Glass Bowl. Remember, it was snowing actually kind of like this, kind of bad weather, but a little bit colder. 19 degrees in that rivalry, I remember, in the Glass Bowl and this took off for the, the touchdown. Now, he's getting touchdowns for a high-powered offense, the Kansas City Chiefs. But David, the man of God Harris, was to have this segment talking about where he's from. Go ahead, David. Yeah, a lot of people, especially those that play fantasy football and stuff, and say, oh, they quote discovered Kareem Hunt last year. It's like, where did this young rookie come from? Where did he clustered on the scene? Making it seem like he was this diamond found, you know, the gemstone found in the middle of nowhere. But if you really take a look back at not just Kareem Hunt's journey, whether it's, you know, from Willoughby South through Toledo, it's like he was doing the hurdling that everyone was kind of leaps and bounds amazed by. Like, who oh, when he, you know, left over the defender in Denver, or when he was playing against the Broncos, he was, and was like, oh my gosh, look at this Kareem Hunt, you know, freak of athlete. How can you hurdle another grown man? Which, one, people hurdle people all the time in the NFL. That's nothing new. And two, Kareem Hunt did. That is, that, I, you got a point. You, that is true. A lot of guys do get hurdled <laughs> a lot in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, they're supreme athletes. I mean, they're cream of the crop athletes of the league. So, yeah. Yeah, and, but then also taking into account, in high school, Kareem Hunt did track steel. So he, he knows how to hurdle. Like, and one you know, has the ability to at least try to hurdle. Some, and we've seen it before with running backs in particular. Like, they know how to hurdle defenders. But then kind of more so everyone talking about Oh, where did he come from? Where did he come from? Oh, this small school in Toledo. Like anyone that watched Kareem Hunt in Toledo knew that he was going to be great. Like we called him the man child broadcast. Like he was in that line of this guy is a nature. He's an athlete. He's dominant. He's both speed where he can outrun you, but then just it, he can go right through you. There's a couple of stories that are floating around on the internet talking about when he was doing you know, scrimmage games kind of as a freshman. They're talking about his journey from what we thought to Toledo and the decision that Kareem Hunt made to choose Toledo over Minnesota, over Pitt, kind of so he could be closer to home. And kind of how when he signed, it was a huge deal because we were all like, you know, Lou Ianni was like, hey, this kid is going to be the real deal. And so you hear stories 
kind of a, him running through people in practice. And this is when, you know, our defense was pretty good. Not saying it's not good now, but, you know, when we were best back in the day to some extent. But, yeah, Kareem Hunt's been doing this. And so I think it's... Well, not to, cut, not, to, not to cut you off, but we, we've known that he's been doing this. I mean, when he was a freshman, you know, he had that the infamous story of, of in, in high school, they made sweatshirts saying you've been Kareem. And uh, some of the upperclassmen saw that shirt and was like, oh, he ain't going to be nobody. He's just a freshman. I remember Adonis Thomas told that story at the time. He was actually, I think, his uh, Kareem's guide. I think he was a junior during Kareem's senior year in high school. And then Kareem was a freshman when Adonis was a senior. And we, we heard those stories. And early on, you could just tell the kid was special, how he was. Um, would have had more of a dynamic career, probably would have been more on the national scene if he wasn't always injured all the time. People got to understand, Kareem missed, you know, especially his junior year, missed a significant time of, of, with injuries. Uh, and then remember also that junior year, he also was putting up big numbers. Like he'd already have 100 yards rushing by halftime. And I think his sophomore yeah. year, he missed some time. And his freshman year, he missed a, a, a few games. Now, this freshman year, obviously, he was sharing the ball. I think it was in Morgan Williams and Adonis Thomas at the time, uh, those three running backs that they had. And he was sharing the carries. And eventually, he kind of got more carries, I think, than Morgan Williams. And then, But then he missed a few more games. So it was like almost Adonis was getting the ball all the time. So that's, I think, the only thing that really hurt Kareem was the injury bug until his senior year where – they said he started taking care of his body a little bit better, and, and he was more durable, and now he's been more durable in the NFL. Hopefully he has a very long career, just like a Barry, if you ain't scared, go to church with the Jags. But, you, but you're right. I, I think it's a, when you when you cover him like we did, it, it is a little bit like a smack in the face. Like People are wondering, well, where did this guy come from? But you got to understand, I mean, it is Toledo, and we're going to have a little bit of bias here because, you know, we went to the university and we covered him on student radio. I mean, let's say if Kareem went to uh, uh, some other school, you know, Illinois State, we'd be like, well, who are this dude come from? You know what I'm saying? So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And more so pass catching ability. Now, granted, like Kareem, it was mainly a senior year and I've had to pull up his stats. Like, it was really senior that he broke out as a pass-catching back where, you know, 41 receptions, 403 yards, so, you know, average 10 yards per pass. And it's like, he's always been the physical running back like we saw. He's always been the speed running back. But I think people are more surprised of, like, his pass-catching ability now. But, again, like we saw in our, you know, our bias showing, aside from that one fumble that he had, like, he... Ball security was his number one thing. It was speed, power, ball security. And it seems like with this total package, now more of the national media are like, where did this guy come from? You know, he's a quote-unquote breakout superstar. Meanwhile, we're all like, breakout superstar? He's been showing this ability for a while. Well, breakout superstar for the NFL. I mean, like I said, he had to put his name on the map. Yeah, we understand he was doing it here at Toledo, but you know, you got to, you got to, you know, you got to do your thing at the next level as well. And I think it's similar in how you can kind of. I think it's the same with a lot of these smaller schools. It's thinking about the back and Corey Davis. 
there's some guys when you see them and you follow their progression, you see how dumb they are. Like, it's, you just know. Like when I'm when we're watching Toledo over the you know the past four years, we all see Cody Thompson. We're like, he's going to play on Sunday because he's just that reliable. We saw like you know when we saw Barry Church, he's going to play on Sunday. Like. You just have this in the back of your mind. Like, you can see guys that are like, they're breakout. They have that potential, but yet they're so good that you, the only box that you can put them in is like NFL comparable. And I think that's part of, you know, Kareem Hunt's journey is credit, but then also has to do some credit about his development at UT with the staff developing his game molding his game and then honing and building his game to the point where he is kind of a recognizable household name now to the point where everyone's like, you know, I, you know, I discovered Kareem Hunt in fantasy football and I'm like, I discovered him while watching him run over, you know, power five and that kid. And it's like, like he's going to, like, I don't want to, you know, put the card before the first, but he's going to be all pro for, you know, a long while. Like, he's going to be in that conversation of best running back. I don't want to say, you know, career longevity longevity of Adrian Peterson because we're always mindful of his injury path, kind of taking care of his body and staying healthy. But if he can be consistent, he could be like an Adrian Peterson, like a Frank, where he's that physical running back that everyone wants to have, you know, playing 10, 12 years in this league. So I think it's it's looking up for Kareem Hunt, and that dream's keeping alive. Yeah, that 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 is that that is true. Anything else about Kareem before we get into our next segment? I mean, like I said, we 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 you know people you think have been sleeping on him, and we haven't. But like I said, I'm just happy to see him doing well in the NFL. I was really concerned. I knew he would do. I didn't think he'd do this phenomenal in the league. I think he's gone to a great organization. He's under a great coach. He was a third round pick. Now he's got. If the guy stays healthy, maybe a possible Hall of Fame quarterback that can rewrite the record books. Um, I was more concerned about his injuries. If, if he was going to be injury prone, I was saying, eh, I don't know if he's going to really do too well in the NFL. But so far, so good. He's done so good. So um, he's staying healthy. And um, as long as he stays healthy, I really think that, you know, the sky's the limit for him as far as being an NFL career. And, and he led the league in rushing. You know, obviously got the rookie of the year. And uh, hopefully he can keep it up. Um, he's a dynamic player. And uh, like I said, it, it, you know, I, I still have that picture. It's actually on WXUT of me interviewing him his senior year at Mac Media Day. And just look at that picture and just be like, man, I can't believe back then I actually interviewed a future NFL Rookie of the Year and NFL leading rusher. I mean, just doing that for one season is a heck of a conference, let alone make the NFL. Yeah, and just looking at that 2017 in that draft class, like I, like I always like maybe you know conversation for further time, kind of where this running back draft class stands, you know, in the annals of time, kind of where they compare. But if you look at the running backs that came out, Fournette, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, injury history, but just in that third round, James Conner, what he's doing in Pittsburgh, Kareem Hunt, and then Alvin Kamara, like that third round running back trio and then Deontay Foreman in Houston, like 
that third round could be, you know, produce three all pro running backs. Like where, like that, that just puts the organization's drafting, knowing needs, but then also a perfect fit in Kansas city with what that offense is doing. But yeah, I have high hopes that Kareem Hunt's going to continue to break out and charge on, Hey, he's, this guy's good. And you're you're gonna know. Defenses are gonna know just how good he is when he bowls them over. Oh, that is that is touche, touche. That is that is that is right what you're talking about. Anyway, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take another commercial break here, uh, David, and then get into your next segment of basically um what is it that you're gonna talk a little bit about the pay for play for college give us a little preview. In college basketball, people either want superstar team or you want parity. You can't have both. Hmm. I want to think about that one. That's a good tease right there. We'll have a good debate on there. Once again, listen to 88.3 Dexter Tease. After further review, we're always on Saturdays 11 to 1, either live on Facebook or live in the studio. Make sure you check out the new. Did you check out the new studio on our live uh, videos, David? The new studio looks nice. Yeah, it does. It, I mean, it took them, you know. Over well, a year. But yeah, it, it looks great. Yeah, but like I think it's worth it, and hopefully everyone gets a chance to see it. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WXT's after further review on SoundCloud, and just after further review on iTunes, got a picture of Frank Baxter and the horse's head. Coming up next, talk a little bit of NCAA college basketball with David the Man of God Harris as the season is rolling around. Actually, the UT Rocket men's team plays this Saturday. Uh, make sure you go out and check them out too at, over there at the Glass Bowl. Anyway, we'll return after this. One of the WXUTs after further review. Jacob. 